Hello, and welcome to Wonder Talks with Ronnie. I'm Ronnie. Come join me as I explore Wonder Woman in comics, TV, films, and other media. Sit back and relax as we walk in wonder. Welcome to a new episode. So this episode will be in two parts, with the second part coming in two weeks. Yay! I'm with host of Wonder Woman Warrior for Peace, Angela, and we explore issue 300 of Wonder Woman. Sit back and relax as we dive into this amazing milestone issue again. Yay! Welcome to the show. Hey, Ronnie. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This is a very interesting issue you chose for us really is it's one of my favorites too because like I remember when I first got it it was like 2012 Mm -hmm. and I kept rereading it to the point where I had to be careful though because it was in mint condition so I I try I try to keep it real good (laughs) good you know yeah definitely yeah so like was this was this your first time reading this issue yeah and in fact I'm not familiar with this uh, this is immediately pre-crisis, so I am not familiar basically at all with um, with Silver Age era Earth One Wonder Woman. I, I guess this is technically the late Bronze Age at this point, but still, that that pre-crisis Earth One Wonder Woman, I have read very little from her, so everything was very different. Wow, that's interesting. I I I honestly thought you being a Wonder Woman, you have read all of them, but. <laughs> Oh, no, I have not read all of them. I I, I believe I said at the beginning of my show, look, I'm starting out here from from basically, I mean, not basically nothing. I'd read, I had read um, some of Simone's run, some of uh, Rucka's, well, that the time it was his only run. Now it's his first run. Um, I read some of, well, I read Busick and um, Ross's, uh, their spirit of truth. I'd read some Wonder Woman. I knew enough that I liked the character, but I wanted to learn more about the character. And no, basically, I did what I always do when I le- want to learn more about comics at the time. I searched for a podcast and there was none. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I've got a microphone. Why not? That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So I went in almost blind to, well, not almost blind. I read a, I read a biography on uh, Moulton, uh, Marston. And um, so I knew some of that and I, I knew that, uh, well, basically I wanted to cover, well, I knew, yeah, basically I wanted to cover what I know they've changed around the multiverse at this point, but at the time what the three different versions of reality were the pre-crisis, the post-crisis and the post-flashpoint. So, yeah. um, and now it's all jumbled, weird omniverse everything matters nothing matters i i'm not even bothering to keep up with that at this point look the the most recent comics i'm reading are six years old so i'm i'm happy with that that's fine (laughs) i really like this version of wonder especially roy roy thomas is the writer i believe Mm -hmm. yes roy thomas and 
Oh, hold on. I have it here. Yeah, I have it here too. It says Roy and Dan Thomas. Dan Thomas. Yeah. Oh, and the and the Jean. Oh, former wife of Roy Thomas. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh, and then, and then there's Ross Andrew. Oh my God, all these really interesting writers actually. That's cool. Yeah, Gene uh, Colon, uh, Dick Giordano. Wow. Um, yeah. I didn't even bother to look at that last time. <laughs> yeah, I was I was amused because uh, the names stick in my head just from reading them off on my show. So I know in the Perez era, I'm in the early 90s right now, and John Costanza, I'm pretty sure, is still the letter there, <laughs> just like he is right now in, in this uh, 83 issue. Yeah. Ni- 1983 issue. <laughs> also, Roy Thomas has always been my favorite Wonder Woman run. So Bronze mm-hmm. Age Wonder Woman is definitely my favorite. Okay, cool. It's always been my favorite. Not, it, has, it has not even changed after all these years. <laughs> it will always be my favorite. Because that's okay, when I that's... started, when I first read it, when I first read Wonder Woman for the first time. See, that's how it always works. It's the first one you read that's the best. I, I got into the, the first time I was like, oh, hey, Wonder Woman's kind of interesting. It was this um, podcast um, kind of audio drama thing. And they were doing a take on Rucka's, on Rucka's run. It wasn't, um, it wasn't like specifically adapting to the stories, but that same setup where she's um, an ambassador in New York for, for Themyscira. Yeah. So that's, well, I don't know. At this point, I've read so much of Perez and the Golden Age that those two are kind of competing, but I do still like that one uh, yeah. a lot. Yeah, they say it's always the first one you read, but to be honest, yep. the first issue I've ever read of Wonder Woman, to be honest, was actually George Perez's run. Mm-hmm. Nice. That was the first one I've ever read, but that was when it was in, it was in paperback at the time. And cool. I, at the same time, I had picked up issue 600, which had a lot of fans going crazy. <laughs> oh, 600. That's like right before. Was that Odyssey? Yes. Like right before Odyssey? Oh, yeah. A little, I, I remember. Right before Odyssey, but it also starts Odyssey at the end. Yeah, I remember seeing seeing the the fan backlash at the um. It was in the news. It was so it was so crazy. They put it in the news. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Wonder Woman has pants now. Okay, that that's focused on the least important aspect of the character, what she's wearing. Grief. But uh, yeah, you you thought that reboot was bad, and then what? Less than two years later comes the new Fifty Two. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Oh, she's great." <laughs> um, okay, I did. I did like Odyssey. Okay, I I haven't read it, so I will. I will uh, take you. I, I will. I will uh, defer to your judgment. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you don't like it, you can always. I don't care if people disagree with me. No, to be honest I know. With you. I'm, I'm just saying I haven't read it, so I I can't comment. I know they changed a bunch of stuff. I don't remember specifically. Something like Paradise Island was destroyed, or something. I don't know. Yeah, I just I don't remember the issue right off the bat right now, but I remember it specifically that something happened on Themyscira. Themyscira was basically relocated to New York, kind of hmm. situation. It took place in New York Odyssey, which is I thought was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> she um, she's moved around because here in in this issue three hundred, she's still in Washington D.C. 
Yeah. Um, which is where she started out in the forties. It's where the, well, some of the, uh, the TV show takes place. They keep conveniently lo- moving her out to Los Angeles because spoiler alert, that's where they were filming. But um, yeah, she, she was in DC probably until I would guess until uh, the crisis. Yeah. At which point Perez relocated her to Boston and then ruckus run. She was in New York and um, Azarello had her out of London, although she wasn't there very much. Yeah. So yeah. She's moved around a lot. She doesn't have, it's not like Batman where he's always in Gotham or Superman where he's always in Metropolis. Yeah. So and like, always, yeah, always real cities except for, is it Keystone City? She was at Key, somewhere. I think it was yeah. Keystone City for a while. I believe so. She was there for a while. Just, I, but like I said, I haven't haven't gotten to that part yet. I'm still. Uh, that's it. Was that um? That's got to be post. Uh, that's got to be uh, Earth One, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Where's <laughs> So what's your opinion on the Sandman since he's like one of the since he's like he helps Wonder Woman a lot in this issue. Yeah, that was interesting. I've I've not seen this incarnation of the Sandman before. Um I'm vaguely familiar with the the original Golden Age. And of course I've started to read Neil Gaiman's Sandman, which is pretty darn cool. Um but this one it's very very sci-fi, which is interesting. (laughs) because <laughs> because the original 40s version he's basically a guy with a sleeping gas gun yeah and then and then the the well game and it goes full mythology so this sci-fi take is interesting i'm not sure uh i'm not surprised he didn't last very long let's put it that way yeah me, me neither <laughs> okay i did find it amusing she uh on was it the first page here hold on yeah yeah by the sands of morpheus these nightmares and then of course morpheus becomes uh from from uh the dreaming the uh, gaiman gaiman's sandman run he his character is named morpheus yeah also if you hear my cat don't let that discourage you <laughs> no worries because <laughs> he likes to he he's not in the room right now but he tends when he sees that i'm in here mm-hmm he like he gets so anxious, like he wants to be inside with me. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way he is. So don't don't let that bother. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> um, I do like this issue a lot. I I've, I've reread it so many times. It's like it's one of those issues I just can't stop putting down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's interesting with all the the different dream worlds. Yeah. And this Sandman is actually pretty interesting to me anyways, but he didn't last long, so. Yeah. (laughs) That's unfortunate, but. There's also another hero named Our Man, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. I get confused with the two sometimes. Well, because Hourglass and and Sand uh, sand in the Hourglass kind of thing. These are the days of our lives. Um. But yeah, well, plus he said that he could only return to the waking world for an hour at a time, and that was our man's thing. His uh, whatever it was that gave him his superpower, it only lasted for an hour, so he had an hour of super strength a day, I believe it was. Yeah. Okay, let's see. 
Yeah, she also gets promoted here to major. Place. Yeah, that, that was, was my great. that was in my notes too. Um, That's great. I was actually <laughs> when I read, I was like, finally, she's getting some she recognition was, as Diana Prince. She was double promoted from lieutenant to major. She completely skipped over. Um, oh, I had it here a moment ago. Captain. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she she got she completely skipped over captain. Then he threatened to make her um make her colonel after this mission, which was kind of funny. Yeah. I don't that know was if... really cool. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Did uh was Steve what was Steve in this era? Was he a colonel or I don't remember. Yeah. It says right here, I don't know what you're thinking, Colonel. So yeah, he w- he's a colonel in this era. Yeah. Look at Adam so. in the background again. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. Etta, Etta Candy, always oh. in the background. Well, yeah, Etta joining the military is I mean, they've done it a lot um from the TV show and uh the more modern incarnations. But as a as a fan of Golden Age and Golden Age Etta, it it just trying to picture that character in the military just does not fit i could picture it just running around eating candy and saving people like right yeah but the 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 strict the strict life of the military doesn't seem to fit doesn't seem to fit that character i know plus diana's having these She's not even sleeping well. I could I could relate to that so much. <laughs> well, a long time ago, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a time when I couldn't really sleep well. So that was many moons ago. Yeah, I, I can relate to the constantly nodding off because I've had that problem when I was in my 20s and got, oh, four hours of sleep. That's a long night's sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't, I don't even blame you. Like, I remember yeah. I slept eight hours. Oh, my God. Finally. <laughs> I got eight hours of sleep and I was like, oh good, that's great. That's progress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this I end up doing some podcasting in the middle of the night too. But I put the headphones on so I can hear everything. Mm-hmm. So it won't be like somebody, so people won't be hearing me editing. Yeah. That's the that's always the issue for me finding uh when it's quiet enough to record. Yeah. Inevitably, you know, you you go to record and it's like okay the place is going to be quiet for the next three hours i can record and then somebody comes home early and it's like darn it we're making noise over there <laughs> you must do you have roommates or anything no no oh. no comment no comment okay <laughs> that's funny <laughs> well i don't have roommates so <laughs> but i do get good amount of privacy in my room so i get to do this so i'm glad yeah so so with this uh with this sandman guy yeah his his rather i would call it obnoxious attitude towards wonder woman yeah uh, yeah i i guess it's a compliment calling someone you just met saying saying to someone you just met that she has a curvaceous bod seems a little 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 forward a little too much too yeah i i was like okay where's golden age wonder woman she would not stand for this she would have kicked him 
so hard. And then like two pages later, she actually shows up. I was I know, like, oh right? my goodness. <laughs> this, is was- why I, 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 this is why I chose you to, for the, to review this issue because I know I know how Golden Age Wonder Woman was your favorite. And I thought to myself, okay, this would be a good review to do with, you know, with you. So it was amazing to see this basically happily ever after that Diana has, has found herself in retired, married to Steve. They have a daughter. It's so great. I mean, I know that all just, just from all my years of research, I know that that's where the story ends up, but to all of a sudden see it there on the page, it was like, Oh, that's so great. I know. And and have Wonder Woman think, or if Wonder Woman think about, she can have a life just like that as well. Yeah. Yeah, because she never had a life like that. Well, this isn't even this isn't even her first Steve Trevor. This is like this is like the the, the Earth one Steve Trevor died and then uh, she 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 was super sad so Hapalda had the gods wipe her memory and like five minutes later Steve Trevor from a different Earth crashes through and lands (laughs) crashes outside Paradise Island and gets rescued and the whole thing starts over again it's like good grief people i understand you you're out of ideas for comics but don't just repeat the same story over and over and over yeah they tend to do that a lot with comic books (laughs) i like i like the title says my sister myself chapter two yeah that's uh that's a reference to something isn't it I think so. I just don't remember what right now. My sister, my daughter, my sister. No, not that one. Not that one. No. Um, I don't know. Was it a was it a, a song? It might have been. It might have been a song. Um, might have been a reference to a song. I just love when she meets our chapter was, woman. The first chapter was a was a reference to a song, Beautiful Dreamer. Yeah. That's interesting how they went how they went for that. <laughs> yeah, a book, my sister, myself. Oh, that's from 2012. Nope, that's not the one. Yeah, <laughs> I really oh, love getting this results for is the book. This issue is great, especially chapter two is my favorite because she meets Earth two Wonder Woman. Yeah, well, not meets her, but she sees her again. Right. Yeah, and she, she has she, dinner with with the, with her family. It's really great. She she finds herself accidentally transported to Earth two. And apparently the last time they met up, it was the 40s in Earth 2. So she's used to uh, World War II era Wonder Woman. And now she sees her in modern day. Yeah. And she sees. Yeah. It, it's so great. I, I love it. And look at Steve. He looks handsome, actually. <laughs> yeah. oh, he looks good. I mean, like, he's I like so how happy. You can, yeah. I like how you can see the difference in their costume. Golden Age Wonder Woman is wearing the she's got the eagle she's got the white belt yeah um, well the gray streaks in her hair i think that's the main differences because i know the they transitioned from the eagle to the double w symbol um so that funny. was in 80 well that was 82 okay i didn't remember 82. the exact year but i did i remembered that it was something about trademarks and they couldn't trademark the eagle but they could the double w and so they came up with a story reason to do it. Yeah. And then, oh, at the top of page, is that uh, 14? Yeah. Yeah. With the memorabilia room with a Kanga and Cheetah's outfit. And oh, that was so cool. 
that was oh my god that was so great now you meet her daughter right Lida which is pretty epic uh, where where has Lida been the last 30 years of comics I don't know oh that's interesting I she, she, I could have sworn she came I thought she came back one time I, I don't remember I don't know maybe she that. continued because she was part of it wasn't the Justice Society it was um Oh, I read this. It was it was her and like Hawkman and Hawkwoman's child and a bunch of others. It was was it New Warriors? That might be a Marvel name. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, they they made their own team of like the next generation of heroes. Uh, me- kind of immediately pre-crisis, and then crisis happened, and they had to try to incorporate them into the new timeline, and so. Yeah, Lida Trevor was the daughter of a newly invented golden age hero that that hadn't actually existed in the golden age, and yeah, it got complicated. <laughs> That's the thing about comics. That's why a lot of people are so discouraged by reading them because they just don't want to go through all that history. But the people who do are actually the ones that actually you know like it. So That's the that is it's a kind of a double edged sword. I love comics because they have so much history, but I've also spent the last nearly 20 years reading up on that history and and making all these connections and understanding all this stuff i go to like um a friend has invited me to anime conventions i go there and i know practically none of the things that i recognize like a handful of characters and that's it and i'm like oh this is probably what it's like when i invite my friends to comic-con huh (laughs) they don't know who any of these people are that's funny yeah. <laughs> I might have I, I had I never I went to Comic-Con I think like four times or maybe three times I don't remember I went to the recent one that was in mm-hmm. 20 last year in 2021 it was nice. okay it was nice to see like it was nice to see the crowds it wasn't too crowded like it was you yeah know, that would be prior a, that years. Would be an advantage it was actually really it was actually nice to have to walk around have room to walk around yeah and i was able to get a lot of stuff the the last convention i was at was uh, c2e2 2019 where i broke my leg immediately after so it's been quite a while for me yeah and then, then all conventions get shut down and it's like come on oh man (laughs) <laughs> sorry to hear that oh <laughs> uh, yeah it's a whole I, I don't know if you've heard that history on my show but that was a whole it was a whole nonsense okay <laughs> oh let's see yeah. I'm so, actually looking at the ending of I'm looking at issue 15 where they have dinner really mm-hmm. nice yeah so so she's named Lida is named after Hippolyta yes which I I guess that means because because nobody knows how we're supposed to pronounce any of these names. No, uh, Hippolyta, Hippolyti, Hippolyta, Hippolyti, Hippolyta. But I, I guess it would be Hippolyta if if her nickname is Lyta. Um, yeah, then then it makes sense that that her her full name would be Hippo Hippo Hippolyta with the emphasis on the end, and that's how you get the nickname. Yeah, but then of course the movie comes out and they say Hippolyta and. Yeah, it's it's all it's all mumbo jumbo at this rate. <laughs> well, I mean, it's an actual ancient Greek name, so it's it's hard to. Yeah, and ancient Greece lasted 
hundreds of years and I'm sure the name pronunciation changed even then. So it yeah. just, it makes life difficult. It does. It could see. be worse. It could be the, oh, what was the one? The Hecatonkeries I had to try to look up because they, they appeared in a Perez issue and I'm just like, how do you even say that name? Yeah. I don't know if you heard that. That was my computer telling me that I have less space. Oh, geez. Oh, that's not fun. No, I have to go through that again. No. (laughs) I have to download a bunch of Dropbox files for work. So every so often I I try to purge those just so it doesn't completely fill up my hard drive. Yeah. I do plan on getting a new computer soon. So, yeah, I got an external external drive. And so like the first 40 some issues uh, episodes of my show are on that external so, drive so i have an external drive too that's why i put all the stuff there too yeah if, if something ever happens to that drive i'm i'm in big trouble oh my god i don't blame you <laughs> yeah i just i really admire i really love this because you get to see one woman you know you know chilled you know be chill for a few you know a couple of I can't even speak. You know, you get to see Wonder Woman, you know, be herself, relaxed and whatnot. I always enjoy that in comic books. Yeah. You never see that often. Right. Well, something I noticed watching the show, um, she has no one she can talk to. No. uh, Because when she's with Steve and and everybody as Diana Prince, she's keeping up her secret identity. When she's as Wonder Woman, she's still hiding the the diana portion of her life so we don't because in the comic you can you know read their thought bubbles and, and understand what's going on but you don't have that in a show no which, this is why robin exists because they they didn't have want to keep having batman think everything to himself but yeah. um but yeah with versus for most of the most of the show she's alone versus the handful of times when she has either her little sister or a visiting alien or something that she can be completely open and honest with. It's it's like, wow, the, you're actually getting to see, see her uh, uh, be honest with people for once instead of having to constantly hide things. It's kind of nice. It is. That's what I like about this issue a lot. <laughs> Let me see. And then, and then she, then she goes back to earth one. <laughs> right. It was nice though. I, I don't know. I forgot how she. Yeah. The, uh, and then you have chapter three, which is a little right. more interesting. Yeah, they're they're, they're uh, christening this new submarine, the USS Polyphemus, which I'm not sure that's a good name for a ship based on the yeah the evil <laughs> the evil cyclops from uh, the the evil and stupid cyclops from the Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> But I really like um, chapter two, though. Chapter two is mm-hmm. definitely my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Well, then then here in, in chapter three, she's been so inspired by what happened in chapter two. She finally accepts Steve's proposal and they get engaged. That's great. I'm so yeah. happy. <laughs> I got to say the this whole the, the, the setup where she she had to she thought she had to fake Diana Prince's death in order to to marry steve i i don't understand why you don't just tell him you know, exactly you know just be open with him yeah i i mean 
I guess if if you really want to take, well, I don't know if how realistic of a, I don't know how realistic of a take we want to put on things because if if uh, someone in the military revealed that it was a secret identity and in reality they were, you know, the the next in line to the throne of a foreign nation, they'd enter, enter the country without any any kind of passport or anything, stolen a stolen someone else's identity, fake their way into the military. That would be a huge scandal. But yeah. I don't know how much of that realism we want to deal with in an early 80s comic book. That's true. So so you could maybe say that she was trying to avoid, you know, Steve and Darnell getting in in uh cuz I mean she would be she would be probably arrested. They would probably be uh, probably suspended suspected of, of aiding and abetting her even if they they say they didn't know but you worked with her for years how did you not know yada yada yeah so so maybe you could say that she's trying to protect people but that's not how it comes across in the comic in the comics she's just like okay i don't need diana prince anymore let's just kill her off oh my god <laughs> yeah I, I see what you mean there shows up at her own funeral to give a give a speech it's like really Really, Diana, you're doing this. You're you're seriously doing this right now. You're gonna yeah. put your th- friends through all this pain. Damn, I swear that's. When I was reading this issue, I was like, "Damn, I th- I totally forgot about this portion of the story." <laughs> it's it is admittedly a little forgettable, but yeah, <clears throat> I, I just thought that was weird. Like you're talking about your own yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I guess like she had her reasons. Yeah, no, I understand. It's just, I mean, Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn showing up at their own funeral is one thing, but she got up there and gave a speech. Good grief. Yeah. That was just so darn weird. <laughs> and then she sees the Sandman again. And then right. She, and, and, and number in page 25. Yep. That's where I'm at. Yeah. And he gives his origin, which apparently is, is, um, first time we've seen it for this character yeah it's very very kirby style jack kirby kind of artwork yeah i do like the artwork though the panels are very nice mm-hmm. him being oh well we were doing an experiment and i had to go into the dreams of the president of the united states and save him from a monster because reasons i guess <laughs> yeah it, it didn't make much sense no, I really then, oh, no, but I'm I'm trapped in this dream reality. <laughs> Except then they sent some equipment through, so now I can I can leave for one hour. It's like, oh, okay, dude. Kind That's of great. odd. <laughs> a little creepy that you're watching people's dreams when you're just a dude. Yeah. But uh I mean, because it at least with with um, Morpheus and and uh, Gaiman Sandman, you know he's a immortal uh, anthropomorphic personification. Yada yada. He that, that's a little more justifiable than just oh yeah, I, I accidentally ended up in this stuck in this dream dimension and now I'm watching everybody's dreams. Hey, look at that stuff you're dreaming about. That's weird, huh? Like, <laughs> oh, dude, get out! <laughs> I would not want the Sandman, you know, in any. I wonder what I'm in my. I just I feel I feel invaded. You know? <laughs> Maybe he. I'm I'm always like 
Yeah, I'm not always running from something. Oh, no. What I'm always doing in my, let's get into talking about our dreams because that always makes for a great podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, it's always like I'm trying to look something up on Google and I can't do it. I like I type it wrong or there's no Wi-Fi or something. It's, it's weird. But yeah, that's what you dream about. <laughs> that's that's a, that's the, I those are the dreams I can remember. That or that's funny. I'm, I have similar ones like that myself. I'm trying to call nine one one, and it's dialing the number wrong. Yeah, it's either that or I'm sitting there and I'm just drifting off, and in my head I'm like thinking about work. Like, okay, I'm gonna arrange this file that way, and yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh, good grief! Why am I thinking of this in my sleep? Darn it! Yeah. <laughs> So she does fall asleep after after going back to Paradise Island and we get to chapter four. Yeah. Which is basically an alternate universe. I mean, they don't say it that way, but um, it's kind of implied that these are. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost a what if scenario, but it, it's it's uh, it feels almost like she's looking into. I don't think they would have called them Elseworlds at this point. That was a little later, I believe. Yeah. But uh, the the kind of imaginary story alternate universe thing. Well, they had the, the different Earths. So you could at least say it's Earth, you know, pick a number. Yeah. For, for all the. Yeah. Earth 6. And, there you go. Yeah. Earth, <laughs> well, I'm sure Earth 6 there's some comic fan going, don't you know Earth 6 is where the, the yeah. Justice League was all made out of chimpanzees. How dare you get it wrong? <laughs> yeah, you know. So so uh, so we get a retelling of of her origin. And it says here it's it's a merging of because okay, this is complicated. Yeah, it Steve is. Trevor of Earth One died, and Diana was very sad. And so Hippolyta got Aphrodite to basically erase Diana's memories of Steve so she wasn't sad anymore. And like five minutes later, yeah, Steve Trevor from a different Earth crashes through the barrier down outside Paradise Island and gets rescued by Diana and the whole darn thing starts over again. No, brother. editing note i don't remember if i said this story before we started recording or after hippolyta's like oh i've got to save my daughter goddesses what can we do i i would uh i'd give up my own life to spare her and they i mean they don't put it this way but they basically kill hippolyta so that diana's forced to take the throne and mala has to go off with steve it's like what let's see i really like the i really love the art in this comic Mm -hmm. well this one it's drawn by uh jan drusima and tom mandrake yeah i hope that's jan and not jan i don't i don't know i'm not looking it up right now it's not my show i didn't do all my research shut up I always got names wrong. I'm so bad at it. Too. I'm so paranoid about getting names right. It's like, can I find an interview where they say their name? Okay. No. Can I find an interview with somebody else who has the same name where I can maybe get it that way? Okay. What about this? There was one time 
I don't think it was a, I don't think it was a creator's name. I think it was a character's name, but it ended up the only other place I could find that name where it was spoken was some episode of Star Trek, the next generation that I had to look up on Netflix where one of, one of the characters had that name and it was like, okay, this is getting a little crazy. Just trying to figure out the stupid pronunciation here. I know what you mean. <laughs> I like Star Trek, actually. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Uh, my my father raised me on the, the 60s Kirk Star Trek, so I haven't gotten into Next Gen quite as much as I should have, but... Yeah. You know. so, so, yeah. Um, Wonder Woman, D- Diana is now the queen, and Mala is now Wonder Woman. Oh, God. Is... <laughs> she she's almost depicted as a redhead here, which is interesting because that's I wouldn't say a foreshadowing. It's a it's a similar uh, to I know in the nineties. Um, oh, I'm blanking on her name. Artemis Artemis of Bonham McDowell becomes the new Wonder Woman. Yeah, and she's a redhead too. So it's interesting to see you know probably ten years earlier uh, a new redheaded Wonder Woman taking the Taking the lasso and tiara. Yeah. So now we're at the interlude. Or I don't know if I pronounced that. Am I pronouncing yeah. that right? Yeah, you were right. Interlude. <laughs> okay. Jeez, I can never pronounce these. I can't pronounce I had a hard time pronouncing pre- the pre prelude or whatever. Pre- prelude. Pre whatever. Yeah. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> oh my god. And then uh they're they're building this platform out in the ocean so that the uh, different guys male superheroes can come attend the wedding and not technically set foot on paradise island yeah we all know know what happens when that when that goes down following the letter of the law if not the spirit (laughs) (laughs) hey the goddesses said men can't set foot okay guys time for time for some amputation no we're not getting quite that bad but (laughs) yeah Oh my god. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, but it's really nice what they're building though. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a cool platform. We see it better later. Um yeah. where the where the wedding's supposed to take place. And we also we're on chapter five. The princess, the sky pirate. I don't know. Can't even see yep. that so well. <laughs> the princess and the sky pirate. Yeah. Which the first panel here, I thought, wait. Is this an alternate universe where Colonel Darnell crashed? Because earlier it was it was heavily implied that Darnell has uh, romantic feelings for Diana Prince, but not Wonder Woman. Whereas Steve has feelings for Wonder Woman, but not Diana Prince, because love triangles slash quadrangles are so great. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but no, he is not in fact Colonel Darnell, although he looks a bit like him. He is Trevor. Stevens, I about face palmed when I read that name. I'm like, seriously, people, seriously, Trevor Stevens. That's that's like that's so like original. saying that, I, Well, it's <laughs> like when uh, you know how did how did Captain America hide when he went back in time at the end of Avengers Endgame? Oh, he just went by Roger Stevens. Yeah, that's it. He he, he everybody called him Roger Stevens. That's funny. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. And this this Trevor Stevens is uh, he's he's kind of slimy, but Diana's the only one who doesn't realize it. 
Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> and the one thing I noticed, Mala in the previous dream, she had the eagle emblem, but Diana here already has the double W. That's funny. Yeah. So um yeah. so the queen's not going to let her go back with this guy. So they they take off in the middle of the night, and the guy insists that they dive down to the wreckage of his plane to get some airtight box that was in his cargo hold. Yeah. They they come up and she's worried about uh, causing a tidal wave or ca- causing a bunch of waves and messing up the boats that have gathered around to try to catch them. But he's like, no, we've got to barrel through. Yeah. And they get to man's world. Um, oh yeah, it turns out he's like a he's a criminal and he he stole all this advanced weaponry and is shooting up cops and yeah, huh, who would have thought this guy who was a slime ball turns out to be a crook. Never would have thunk it. <laughs> oh man, I just realized I'm running out of time. Oh shoot. <laughs> oh, okay. Um well, if we, we can... want we we can continue this conversation. We're on chapter 5 as we speak, so Right. Well, do we? Well, Ronnie, thank you for having me. You're welcome. So, if people want to check out my show, they can look me up at Wonder Woman Warrior for Peace. WordPress.com. I review Wonder Woman comics from the golden, the pre-crisis, the post-crisis. I'm actually about to finish the New Fifty Two and move into Rebirth, and the Wonder Woman TV show from the '70s, which I'm also getting very close to finishing, which is fun because I've been doing this for nearly six years now, and it'll be nice to move on to some new stuff just comics wise not not like i'm canceling the show or nothing but yeah <laughs> I, I i read it through all of azarello and i'm working through the finches and ruck is on the horizon i can feel it i'm i'm getting excited <laughs> this one was good by the way yeah i read some like of that. it i i read some of that one and the the whole alternating issues back and forth was a little confusing i'm not sure how i'm gonna work that yeah. I might have to do two mini reviews for Rebirth just so that we're keeping track of both storylines. I don't know. I'll figure it out eventually, but okay. when, when I get there. But yes, if people want to follow me, they can look me up there. Uh, but like I said, I've been podcasting uh, mostly on a little off for the better part of six years now. Oh, and where could they find you on social? Social media? Oh, hold up. Let me... Uh, for social media, I am on YouTube, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram as Wonder Woman Warrior for Peace, and Twitter and Pinterest as Wonder Woman WFP. Oh, cool. <laughs> thank you for being on the show. Yeah, the thank you. will come me. soon. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks for listening. To another episode of Wonder Talks with Ronnie. As always, you can follow me on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as Wonder Talks Ronnie and on my website at www.wondertalkswithronnie.com. Thank you again for taking a walk in wonder.